You know what's crazy? So like, I'm sure you ex- you experience this more often than I do. But first of all, like we got a lot of really good reception and feedback on our last episode. So thank you guys if you listened to it. Um, a lot of you guys said you loved it. We got a lot of love for it, and I bring that up to say, um, there was there's a guy who follows me on Instagram who's like mutual friends with my cousin and some of um my my other brown friends here in Orlando. And he messaged me on Instagram just saying how much he loved the podcast, um, the moving out episode. And we were just chopping it up a little bit. And he was just telling me more about his life. And he started sending me fat boy messages. He was sending me those (laughs) big boys 10 at a time. And I loved it. And I couldn't like reply to him like automatically all the time. But it just felt really nice like being able to or like being in a place where you can give that sort of feedback and you feel like you're making like a difference in somebody's life. And like, I'm sure you, you get that all the time since you're Miss Popstar in, in Queens, New York City. <laughs> yeah, it's such a nice feeling to, you know, just be more than a person that shows art and just like a person that posts about their life on social media. I feel like now since we started the podcast, we've been getting so many people that have been connecting with us and sharing sharing their own stories. And I think that's the best feeling ever because I'm learning so much more about people that I've been mutuals with or have been following me for so long but I think us opening up and making this podcast has made it so much easier for other people and it's such a nice feeling I respond to all of the people that respond I don't know I'm starting to I'm starting to think I'm a little celebrity out here you know what I'm you're saying? a little famous boy you know what I'm saying I'm waiting for the day that somebody's like aren't you mushroom I'm gonna be like if you guys can hear my fridge in the background, please ignore that. I'm trying my best. I did just move out. If you don't know, <laughs> if you did, if you didn't know about that, first podcast so from the fridges. new from the new apartment check. Mm-hmm. New apartment check. Yes, podcast sir. check. All right, all right. Welcome back to Difficult Dish, a podcast about different South Asian narratives. I am Mahua, and I am Mashnoon. And today we're talking about overworking yourself and how that leads to burnout and how that can also lead to not feeling happy or satisfied with your accomplishments Mm -hmm. and we've we've experienced this on so many different levels and we would love to talk about it with all of you yeah almost every single day and yeah we have a lot to say about it yeah if you guys don't know me and mo are or mo and i are mo there it is (laughs) Mo and I are are definitely like workaholics. Like we we love working. We love to be active twenty four seven. We feel guilty and we just feel unproductive if we're sitting down and not being actively working. And yeah, Mashun and I are so weird because like literally we'll have an hour free one one night and like instead of actually relaxing and doing something that we always wanted to do to relax. We'll just pick on more work. Like, I remember the other day. Hold on, I hold on. I remember. Time. I remember the other day. Um, I think you're about to say the same thing. Like you, you told me you're like, hey, I just, like, oh, I'm so tired. Like I just worked all day, and I, like I finally have some free time. I'm gonna do some more work, and like it just <laughs> sounded like so smooth off your tongue. Like you wouldn't have second thought it if like I didn't catch what you said. But like second thought it, yeah. It's 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 true. I mean. It like the the free time that we get we use to just do miscellaneous work and obviously like there's pros and cons to the whole thing which like we'll get into but i think you and i are, are 
pretty well versed in speaking about this topic. Um, we know a lot about overworking, about the effects that it can have on your body and your mind and and just, you know, forgetting to like take a second and smell the flowers, you know? Smell the flowers, you know? So, okay, the first question that I have for you, it's a little woozy. Why do you think that you like working so much? Like, Um, it could be uh, your, you know, genetics, you're born with it, but really, there's always a motivation. There's always a reason for what you want to, why you want to do that. So what's mm -hmm. your reason? Um, I think I got a few. I think the main one is, um, my parents work their ass off and i i'm doing a disservice by laying down is what i'm thinking about in my head mm. you know obviously like the 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 health part of it we'll get into but my thought process is if i'm not working i'm doing a disservice to my parents and like especially my mother like my my life is like devoted to that woman like i'm gonna do the very best i can to just make that woman happy so that's that's my reasoning um apart from that you know i just I have big dreams that I want to accomplish. Like I got big aspirations that I'm trying to take care of and they've been on my mind since I was a kid and they're not going anywhere. So not only am I doing a disservice to my parents, I'm doing a disservice to like my youth and and my adolescence and that I know I've been wanting to accomplish these things my whole life and who am I just sitting around and, and wasting my time. And I think, you know, I, I can I can keep going on and on, but I think the last one is just like, remembering like where where our parents come from where our parents families come from like our parents are are from the village like they're from the mud like my my mom just went to Bangladesh with my sister and she was showing me pictures of of um the river that she used to swim in and how she used to catch fish with her hands and like the trees that she used to climb in in her little village and the house that she grew up in and like like they're they're from the mud and just thinking about how my parents and their families, like, that's where, that's where they're from. And, like, I'm here in, like, my apartment in downtown Orlando complaining about being tired. Like, what's wrong with me, you know? Mm-hmm. And, again, like, maybe not the healthiest thought process. But it's it served me well so far. And, um, and, and I think I easily justify working really hard and overworking myself in my head so do you think you wake up every morning with that in your head like that's your biggest motive for waking up in the morning yeah i wake up and i'm just like if i if i oversleep a few minutes i'm like damn there goes my morning you know it's like and and again it's good and bad but from the second i woke up from the second i wake up it's like all right what am i gonna do to maximize my productive my productivity today so. I think it's crazy. Like we'll talk about this in a whole different episode, but the guilt you feel with just doing basic things that bring you enjoyment mm. and things mm-hmm. that no one else even has to think about, like waking up past eight o'clock or nine o'clock yeah. on a day off, you're like, oh shit! Like that, there goes the thing that I want to do in the morning because right. I overslept by a few minutes. So it's right. like the guilt that you feel by doing just like normal everyday things that people take for granted. I think for me, something is like, I love cooking, but Mm. cooking takes so much time depending on like what you're making. And like, that's something that makes me feel guilty when I spend too much time on it is like, okay, I could have just made a sandwich and and made it and eaten it in 10 to 15 minutes. But here I am trying to make this thing that is fun for me, but like, 
you know, who am I to be wasting time on this? So, so yeah, definitely, definitely a lot to say about that, but like, okay, back to, back to like working. So what, what do you say motivates you to, to work so hard or like, why, why do you feel like you're okay with justifying it? Now it's kind of like an addiction for me. Hi, my name is mm. Mo. This is my <laughs> overworking myself. It's my strange addiction. I think honestly now at this point it's like addiction for me because I just love one I think myself. I think I think a better word to use is like obsession. Like you're obsession. obsessed with working out. Yes. I think I'm addiction is bad and like I guess I mean both like things are kind of bad looking at but it. But like obsession but like you could I think obsessed typically has, has a better kind of connotation to it. I guess. But Whatever. Continue. I am obsessed with working and and kind of one upping myself. I'm always trying to do better than what I did yesterday and I think it originally came from the idea like what you said there's like an obligation that we have to pay back our parents and work so their sacrifices were worth it and I think that is the root of it I think the second root is that I just wasn't to the doing the best of my ability in high school so it's like this idea that I have to make her proud and like do more to like be better than that kind of overcompensating for how I was before and yeah I think a whole a whole like the whole chunk of it is really just to like prove to my parents that I can take care of them one day and that it was worth it for them to come here and make all those sacrifices so so like what do your parents say tell you about working so hard like are they are do they like push you to work harder or are they like hey like slow down a little bit like it's okay you don't need to be working that hard you don't need to overwork yourself like how you do know, you feel about it for a long time i think i was working so hard to get their validation because i mm-hmm. felt like even with me working so hard they didn't really see it and they didn't understand the length that i was going and mm-hmm. i was really just working hard and doing so much more that i can handle just to get their attention and validation but i think now at this point you know, my mom watches my YouTube videos, so she sees my daily vlogs sometimes. My mom sees how, how much I'm doing. My my dad sees how much I'm doing. I'm paying for a little bit more stuff at home. So they see that I'm doing a little bit more, and I have that validation to an extent. So they do tell me now, like, oh, you're working so hard. You're also a student, student, and you should, you know, relax a little bit. They tell me to relax, and, you know, I think now it's just, like, in my blood to just keep working because at this point I can't really stop because it's great. I have their validation. They tell me to relax, but there's just so much more I have to do. You know, there's so much further that I can, there's so much there. I can go so much further to make <laughs> you got it. I got, you got it. it. I can go so much more, you know? And it's like, I'm really just scratching the surface. It feels like, like we're going to talk about this later on in the episode, but you know, I've had accomplishments before in my life and I've, mm-hmm. I keep having them. But it's so hard to, like, acknowledge yourself because you feel like there's still so much more to do. Yeah. And I'm glad that I'm able to provide for my parents. I'm glad that, you know, I am able to do a little bit more than I could have last year. Because, you know, I'm, I'm progressing as each day or each year goes on. And But it's hard to acknowledge that because it's like, okay, what else can I do to make them proud? What else can I do to one-up myself and one-up their perception of me? Something that my mom tells me sometimes um, is like when you have like a plate of food that's like really good, if you're having a dish that's like really, really tasty and you have that first bite and like you see how how good it is, 
you just want to like eat it really fast and like mm. eat the whole thing and and just forget to just like slow down and like really like savor the moment you know it's crazy just, like, my mom says the same thing yeah and it's also you know like i chew really quickly yeah so it me goes too. down really, I eat quickly. really quickly it's really bad it's so bad and it's like it's obviously you know like health wise it's better for you too like you're yeah. not supposed to be eating that because you don't choke yeah exactly so i think about that sometimes um i definitely don't utilize it as often as i should but like i mean so so that's like a good transition into into just talking about burnout so like when do you feel like or have you felt like it's gotten to a point where it's been too much and like what do you do to go about like processing the idea of it being too much honestly like i've felt burnout a couple of times in my life this year i felt it at least two or three times and it's really really suffocating sometimes because like you physically cannot do anything it's not really depression but it's like also a form of depression where Hmm. you don't really want to get out of bed you don't have no motivation to do anything and you have no inspiration to do anything you don't see like a purpose in doing it so i felt that very much with my art with my schoolwork with everything and it was so paralyzing like i did not want to get out of bed I also didn't want to take a break from doing everything like social media, doing my art, doing my business. I didn't want to take a break because like for a workaholic, that's like telling them to stop working. And that was even harder because I was trying to keep pushing with this burnout mentality, even though I had nothing to give. So the only thing that really helped me at the end of the day was taking the break to to whatever extent I could and really just doing things for me again I had to kind of detach myself from work I had to detach myself from what I thought people wanted to see from me you know so that really helped me a lot with finding inspiration again finding the energy again to do everything but really I think the biggest thing is just taking a break and you know giving yourself that time to to process what's going on because at the end of the day like I I have to take this advice for myself because at the end of the day, we're not robots. We're not machines. We can't just keep going every single day without taking a pause. So, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things. It is it is such a hard thing to actually pause your life, especially when you don't have the privilege to, but it's so important. So what do you say to the workaholic who, like, loves working all the time and doesn't believe in burnout and doesn't believe, like, it does anything beneficial for you? Like, what would you even say to that person? Because it sounds like, because like from what, what you said, it sounds like that's you until it happens to you. And then you realize that burnout's a real thing. So like, how do you tell somebody that like, it's coming and like, watch out for it and like, be it's coming, it? watch out for it. <laughs> no, for real, like, it's scary. And like, I'll, I'll talk about my experience that I had like two days ago in a second. Yeah. But like, I want to hear what you have to say about that first. I think that. Well, first, it's still hard for me to take my own advice. Like, I've experienced burnout. I've experienced how shitty it is to feel it. And still, I, you know, do everything going back to how I was before. So it's really hard to tell a workaholic to not work as hard. But I think there's a um, way to do self-care every once in a while or even incorporating it into your daily life. Before, I was never really... um, I was never really in the environment to do self-care on the daily because like I was working hard, but I wasn't working efficiently. Like I would 
like scrolling through social media, like, you know, I would get distracted very easily because I would do a lot of my work in bed. But now that I moved out, I use my desk and I do all of my work on that. And it's really nice to have that free time at the end of the day to just like read and drink some tea and just mm-hmm. people watch through my window or just like, yeah. you know, looking at the night sky, you know, there's so many insignificant things that we think are small, but actually really help at the end of the day. It really helps you get perspective. Even my commute, I read or mm-hmm. I catch up on my podcast listening or some, something else, you know, and you really just have to find those joys in your life and really like foster them when you have the time to or make the time to because like if you keep doing things for work, you're really it's not going to be fun for you anymore and you're not going to have that passion anymore. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I used to do this thing called like the winning streak where starting from like the morning time, any, any time something good happened in my life, I would like say winning streak and I would like, (laughs) I would remember like what that was. Like, for example, like if I woke up in the morning and like the the weather was nice outside, winning streak. Who would you say that to? Myself. And if I, if I went to go get a coffee and I got the coffee for free, winning streak if i if i hit all the green lights it's winning streak and it just helps you you know like remember all of the positives about working so hard you know right. it, and it, it helps steer away a lot of like the the bad energy that comes with it mm-hmm. so so i mean like so i i brought up a couple days ago i i i don't know what happened to me but like the more i thought about it like i really think it was just some form of burnout because like last sunday bro like you remember i like i couldn't do anything and i it's been a long time since i felt like that and it was just like a really like deep just like sad feeling where like i didn't want to move i didn't want to get up i didn't want to do anything and i'm i'm pretty sure it was just an like a a lasting effect of just feeling burnt out from a long week of like midterms or working Mm. five days or or whatever else and and there's just been like a lot of like family related stuff that's been going on right and and like i don't know i i think i asked that question kind of like for myself in that like i don't really believe in burnout but then like that day happened to me and i'm just like okay maybe i should like chill out a little bit more often well how do you feel now because that only happened two days ago i know for me it takes me a while to recover from burnout maybe even months and yeah so how do you feel two days after i i don't know like i think the two of us are are different in that like it just hits me really hard for a day and i and i I did things to help like myself snap out yeah so how how'd you get out of it so I think the things I did are like very very tailored to me and like I wouldn't suggest like <laughs> others do it. But um I just I I put on So if anyone's listening to this, don't <laughs> listen to any anything that he's saying right now. Um couple maybe like two years ago, one of my favorite rappers, Joey Badass, he mm-hmm. had he had gone quiet for a long time and like out of nowhere he posted like a really quick like freestyle on YouTube 
and it's titled uh, Joey Badass Raps. And I used to listen to this Joey Badass Raps video like all day long. And it's like, it's one of those just happy songs for me. And I just blasted it and I I played it like a hundred times over and over and over again. And I just rapped every single word of it to like myself <laughs> in the mirror. And it just I mean, got that's me a pumped. good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Just listening to happy things. After that, I put on like Joey Badass and Jay Dilla type beats and I just started writing raps and I was just rapping to myself in the mirror. And like, it was just, I don't know, like that's the kind of stuff that helps me snap out of it. And then like I remember, later, I-, I remember I was on FaceTime with him when this was happening and he was like, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta go write some raps. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, like something's going down. <laughs> no, it, it, it helps me snap out of it. I don't know yeah. why, but I, I love rap music. I love writing raps. Um, and, and it, it does help me. And after that, um, later that night, I, um, I start painting. I've had this painting that I haven't touched for like two months. <laughs> and I finally just like put it back on my easel. And I was like, okay, let me try to do something with this. I like mean, maybe now's a good time. Yeah, there are universal ways of getting over burnout slowly. Like what you said, expressing yourself in a way that you haven't been able to making the time to do it. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, listening to things and watching things that actually bring you happiness. That's mm-hmm. that. Those are forms of self-care. And it's like, you have to f- experience the the lows to experience the highs. You know that that's what um, drives you to get to those places. I think it's crazy how like to to one extent we'll see like writing and doing art as a form of work, but on the other end, like it it is what we do to like help snap out of working so much too. So yeah. it's crazy how like the same thing can be like two different things, and like it just depends on the way that you look at it. I think I want to like train my brain to think of it solely as like something yeah. for fun and like not think about it as like not I wouldn't say like necessarily work but like you know with with me writing this book a lot of the time I had to snap myself out of thinking that like oh this is something that I have to do like I have to finish this book because I've been wanting to do this book for so long right but um but but yeah I just think that's crazy yeah that's that's literally why I was burnt out before and earlier this year is because I was doing so much artwork for my page for people for my merch and I wasn't really doing any art for myself which was why I started my art page in the um, beginning anyway Mm -hmm. so it felt like I had no purpose with it anymore and I was just trying to please people and after I redirected my thinking and started realizing that I have to do things for myself again I made the time to you know make art that I'm actually passionate about make art that doesn't do well on Instagram but I'm still you know, really happy with it. And that's what really just helped me with my burnout and helped me actually love my workaholic self again, <laughs> love yeah. my whole life again. And like with, with me being being next to you, like I, I can see which which one of your um art pieces like take more out of you and which ones you like stress about more and which ones you're just happier about more. And like, yeah. I can see that the ones that are more meaningful for you, you, you don't see them as much as work but as but more so like something that you just made for fun and something that you're proud of and yeah you know i i see when you whenever you make artwork for like some of your other projects that you work on like you you see it as work and like you don't enjoy it and like that's when you you have these like feelings going on in your brain yeah there's actually another reason why i stopped doing commission work um mostly Mm. it's because i hate doing work for other people because at the end of the day 
commissions are great, you know, you make extra money, but I really don't have passion with artwork that does not relate to me. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't care about making the extra money at the end of the day if it's just gonna make my mental mental health go down. Mm-hmm. So I realized that I have to kind of pick and choose with what I do, you know. I think I think just to make this a little bit more relatable for everybody, like people yeah. who aren't artists, like for example, if you're someone who's like studying really hard in school, or like you know has a job that you might not be the happiest with, I think if you just try your best to look at things from you know, what it is that you're getting out of this and less of like how much actual work or physical labor or like mental labor you're putting into something. I think that's a really good shift that a lot of people can practice. Like mm-hmm. I, used, I used to always think of school as like something that's just a waste of time and a waste of money and all this, all, all this stuff. But like, I'm trying to really think about like, okay, once I get my degree, even though I might not use my degree, this degree is going to help leverage like getting a higher salary. It's obviously going to make my mother a lot happier. Like there are a lot of things that I can get out of um, studying so hard and getting um, better grades in school and not thinking about it as like, this is just a waste of time. Like I'm not going to use all this, blah, blah. Right. And I think also it's like you have to pick and choose what you want to do. Like it's one, what is those saying? It's like, you gotta. There's like a saying. What's the thing? You 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 gave me nothing to work off of. <laughs> <laughs> you just said there's a, there's a saying. It's like you gotta pick and choose what you want to do to bring. Yeah, you gotta pick and choose okay. your battles. Like, okay. if something is not making you happy, but it's making you money, do you really want to do that? Like, I guess sometimes you have to do that because you need money. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, if you have the option not to do it, don't do it. Because at the end of the day, you're gonna feel so much more burnt out, so much quicker and you're just making money but it's like is it really worth it but yeah burnout sucks burnout sucks i don't like it cancel burnout (laughs) (laughs) let's make a petition cancel Uh, burnout sign here i I wish that's how it worked i think like overworking and burnout is a good transition um into talking about our last point which is just forgetting to be grateful for the things that you've accomplished because like Mm. You know, at least for me, with with working so hard and working so hard every day and just nonstop, you know, good things come when you work hard, right? And with us working hard, good things come to us, not often, but but more often than than we were used to before. Right. And I think, for example, I I spent so much of my time and energy into writing this book. And then once I wrote the book, I was happy, but I was just like, okay, cool. Something, something's it's finally done. Like, yeah. you know, like, thank God, like, we're working on this so hard. I can attest to that. Right. And it's like, it, I think it's, it's very, it's very unhealthy to work so hard and to not be grateful for what it is that you've worked for. And obviously, like you mentioned earlier, there's going to be so many things in our lives that like we're going to accomplish and there are so many accomplishments for us to to unveil but it's it goes back to like the whole like food analogy that i made and like you're not going to enjoy it unless like you you really like take a second and enjoy it and yeah. we shouldn't we shouldn't be so quick on getting the next accomplishment when we're not even enjoying the first one i think i'm also on the same boat where 
I am grateful for my accomplishments, but at this point, I feel very numb to it, and I feel like there's since there, there's so much more to ac- accomplish, I have to keep thinking about the future instead of actually living in the present. You're like so the, like you're the queen of like not being grateful for your accomplishments. Like I hate it. What do you? I mean? hate it so much. I hate it so much. You were on what? Now this. Talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, so I was on the now this um, Instagram page, Facebook right. page, and all How their other followers? social medias. How many followers? I can't tell you on the top of my head. Yeah, but... six million. Continue. <laughs> I checked. <laughs> Why does he know the exact number? I checked. Go um, on. But yeah, I was on their page. I was featured on a news story that they covered for me, and it was a really big deal. But like in my head, I I think it's a combination of me being humble. I'm. Well, obviously, me saying that I'm humble doesn't really make me humble, but like, I I'd like to think that I am humble, so I don't really like overplaying my accomplishments. Even when someone compliments me, I feel like I shouldn't really overreact, you know. So it doesn't. I feel like since I'm like that, it doesn't really hit me the same way as it does for like a friend that's reacting to it or like you that's attra- reacting to it. Okay, but but apart from like it be it involving other people, like. When you're like alone, just like looking at yourself in the mirror, like, do you take a second to be like, okay, like I've accomplished a lot, like really, like no. really take it in, like up, no. like apart from other people? No, I don't really like seeing myself in that light. I feel like, you know, being cocky and like seeing myself in like a, not even a cocky, just like seeing myself as someone that's accomplished a lot makes it harder for me to do those good things again in the future because it's like i don't know it like hinders you in some way for thinking that you're already like all the way up there but um yeah it's really hard for me but don't you think it comes back around to you in that like you come to me pretty often saying like oh this happened and that happened and all things that like sound negative but like i feel like you don't realize that like you work you you gain so much and you have so many accomplishments that like this one or two bad things that have come to you is like fine you know but you put so much more weight on the bad things that happen and like zero weight on the good things i think it's really hard for me to acknowledge the good things instead of the bad um also i think just because like how fast-paced my life is it's hard for me to acknowledge what's going on right now instead of thinking of the future Mm because you know i'm always like thinking of what I can do to like one-up myself what I said so I think now I'm in the phase where I'm finding more peace and balance in my life I've started to reflect more and journal more in my new home and it's really gonna bring me more benefits I feel like I think something you should do that's like a little bit cocky but now that you have your own place is just like put up notes all around your place like in your bathroom yeah like little post-it notes or just like posters of of what? different of different reminders for you you know in my in my bathroom i have a note on my bathroom mirror that says remember where you came from now imagine how far you can go you know and i lo- i'm forced I like to look that. at that every morning even right now on my desk like i'm looking at all these different notes that i have written like for myself to just stare at you know i really like so, that i so, might just do yeah. that yeah actually well, i know you're also the same way with not really um acknowledging accomplishments like i know Mm -hmm. both of us to this extent we did not understand how big it was for us to move out like i moved out you moved out 
I had to make sure that you understood how big it was. You made yeah. me understand how big it was. So it's nice that we have each other to check check each other. Right. But it's also like it's so hard to acknowledge how you felt at a moment once it it happens. Yeah. So I've really started journaling more and writing down all of my thoughts at this moment so I can remember it later on because I think it's so hard to really just remember why you did something where you came from and yeah like what you said that note that you have remember where you came from yeah it's so important to record everything that you're feeling so you can look back on it exactly like i remember when i first moved out it was a huge deal for me because i had been wanting to move out for five years for so long yeah for a long long time and you know when i finally did it and and i was i was really embracing it for maybe about a week of moving out like the first few days like I would spend like in my empty apartment I just sit on the floor <laughs> and just like do nothing and just listen to music and just kind of just embrace my surroundings and then it honestly kind of died down for about a month or two then I tried my best to really ramp it up back again and it's kind of been like an up and down I think right now I'm in like in maybe like an in-between phase of appreciating it and normalizing it because you know it's not realistic to to appreciate a hundred percent of the time of course yeah but you know you should definitely appreciate it more than you should normalize it and that's what i'm trying to teach myself like i was in this phase maybe in because i'm in month five right now and i would say in month like two and three i really kind of took it for granted i was like yeah like whatever i live in downtown orlando kind Mm -hmm. of thing like whatever but um Again, like I'm I'm in this like in between right now and I'm really trying to push myself up and you know, this whole thing of just being proud of our accomplishments is something that I have to tell myself like pretty often. It's why I put that note in the bathroom of like, yo, like uh, like coming from where I come from, like where our parents come from, like it's it's insane to think about where we are. And I don't wanna make this just about us, but like about anybody who's like getting good grades in school or if you just got a promotion at your job if you just got an internship if you just got like whatever like just to think about where where we started and to think about where you are now like it's a beautiful thing to remember and and it's so important to like bro like i i can go on and on about like what life was like for me growing up like my neighborhood doesn't have sidewalks. Freaking like when when we were in New York, like she was crazy. She was crazy, right? Like we like my family comes from very little, and yeah. to think about how there's so much abundance now, and we're not here like appreciating it. It goes back to the first thing I've said. It's like we're doing a disservice, right? I think um, some ways that I've been trying to stay more grounded and grateful for everything i mentioned this in my in one of the previous episodes where i talked about the future letter where you can write a future letter to yourself yeah on futureletter.org or something mm-hmm. and you can literally just send yourself a letter a year later five five years later a month later whatever and i literally just got back my letter from last year and it said i hope you're moved out by now and guess what i am mm-hmm. and it shows you just how much change you've had in the past year or however long the gap was in between and i think another reason that i should another way to stay grateful that i should start doing again i actually used to keep a list of all of the things that 
happened throughout the day that I was really happy about and grateful about. Yeah. So, like, for example, like, my coffee came out good today. <laughs> like, you know, you don't just, drink like, coffee. Things. Like, why'd you just do, lie like that? Why'd you just I lie like do that? I do drink you don't coffee. Drink, you drink... Don't get me started. <laughs> I drink coffee. It's just not as good as you, okay? So no one can work at a coffee as, shop like you. That's the same thing as the winning streak that you made fun of me for. So... Right. Just, just like remember what you say you know all right anyway so yeah keeping a list of things is really great i know something that i saw and on um nabila's tiktok like a year ago or like a, a longer time yeah before. she follows you shut up <laughs> um she had like a jar of like all of the good things that happened throughout her day and she would just yeah put a small slip of paper with what happened that day and put it into that jar and i think that's really nice to look back on like every month or every year yeah. to, it's like a little piggy bank you know you, you collect all of the good things and then you look back on it we should start all of these little projects for like 2022 kind of thing right like, and we'll be each other's reminders like yeah on January first to like put a little slip you know a slippy note. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but yeah. all in all, um, count your blessings, right? Be grateful for what you've accomplished. You've accomplished so much so far. Whether if you have a 4.0, if you got a 1.5, like whatever circumstance you're in, you're doing better than you were doing before. And just count your blessings. So... Before we get into our little Instagram question, speaking of Instagram, we got a little announcement that we want to make, that I want to make, that I thought about. So, you know, in in correlation to you and I both working so much, you know, having so much to do, we don't have enough time to work on our social media, you know? We don't put enough effort into it. You know, obviously we spend time creating our posts and our reels and our stories, but obviously there's so much more that we can be doing in terms of our social media. So for that, we are looking for a social media intern. You don't have to have any prior experience. You know, you don't have to have any sort of a certification. We're just looking for somebody who is just interested in learning social media. You could be young, you could be old. We really don't care. But someone who's just really into it, someone who has good ideas of what we can do to promote our podcast to just bring it to the next level, um, you know, creating designs, creating our posts, um, creating our reels, all that kind of stuff. Um, I've worked in social media marketing before, so I can give you just like a baseline to, to start from. And obviously, like me and Mo are still going to be in charge of like replying to people and the stories and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of the baseline work, we can definitely have a helping hand with. So if you are interested in being the very first at difficultish social media marketing intern. Um, just DM us. Tell us you're interested. Um, I didn't think about this any further. If you want to say something to to make your stand make yourself stand out, we'll appreciate that. Uh, no need to like send us a resume or anything. We just want to know that that it's something that you're interested in, something that you're passionate about, and that you just want to help us out. You feel what I'm saying? So we are starting out with our Instagram responses. If you haven't followed us yet, we are difficult dish on Instagram. You know, you feel? If you aren't following us. <laughs> it's, this, it's difficult. This man just, he it's was simple. not paying attention to what I was saying. Just that he popped it's, out of his feet <laughs> so quick to just say that. Our Instagram is difficult dish. All right. Anyway, so we are going to 
We are going a little bit over time, so we'll keep this one short. Someone wrote, yes, all the time, so they overwork a lot. My biggest strength is being an achiever, but that means I'm constantly moving forward so I don't take the time to process my achievements. Mm. Praying really has helped me. I would find when I do dua, I had so much to be thankful for when I really process my emotions and gratitude. Yeah, I, love that. I think that's a really big one for me, too. I really love that. I used to um, pray a lot before. I've kind, of, I've kind of fallen off now, but I should get back into it. Um I, I realize that a lot of people, when they're in a situation of, like, turmoil or, like, depression or, like, something bad is happening, they pray to God to, you know, fix mm-hmm. that. But they don't really pray when something good is happening. And I felt like that's not really being grateful for, you know, what you have and for just, just using, for my case, using basically Allah for, like, just the good, you know, but not actually saying thank you for the good that you have. Right. So I think praying is a really nice way of um, finding peace and appreciating all the things that you have, you know, that five minute prayer that you have and just sitting still. Yeah, for like, I, I don't I don't pray as much as I should. And it's something that I tell myself all the time to do more. But I think like in general, just like hope and faith are both such like strong emotions and strong feelings. And the fact that like, you know, we have access to those, we should definitely take advantage of being faithful and being hopeful about you know something that we might not be super gracious for at the moment so i love that one so someone said don't think i overwork but i definitely struggle to claim my successes as my own yeah like we said this is definitely so relatable to both of us we do the same thing i think another reason why i love journaling so much is because when you write it down onto paper it makes it more tangible and real Mm -hmm. and it makes it something that's worth celebrating because i think when you when you live like a fast-paced life when you're always working and you're always just looking forward to the next best thing you're not really taking the time to understand that this happened you know you're kind of like this disassociating from it and you're kind of numb to it so when you're writing it down it forces you to kind of sit down and reflect on how you're feeling reflect on what happened and it just makes it more real you know it just makes it it makes it um it makes it like necessary for you to react to it i think on top of that just like doing what i said about the thing in the bathroom mirror like if you have your own space just put shit up on the walls like force yourself to look at these messages that you write down force yourself to like see your accomplishments like that's why our parents are are big on like hanging up the awards and these and the certificates and the trophies like my mom puts up every single trophy me and my sister got from like elementary school and and like our piano contest like it's it's so important to just have them in your face and and just make yourself appreciate yourself and yeah i guess with that um we are coming to a close 10 second advice 10 second advice what you got for me all right, so since, you know, you're having some difficulty, <laughs> I'll go first. Um, get a good night of sleep tonight. Are you dead ass? How is you that your me? piece of advice? If you are regularly going to sleep at 3 a.m. because you've got to watch the new episode of Squid Game, oh, or you got to watch that. the new episode of Grey's Remember Anatomy. Remember I used to go to sleep at Fudger Oh, my God. When we first started talking... Literally, I would wake up. Actually, I would wake up when you went to sleep. I would be waking up, getting ready for work, and you're like, "Good night." 
<laughs> I'm like, no, but actually, that, it's seven forty-five in the morning. <laughs> What's wrong? This with was you? back in the day. I can't go past. I can't go past like twelve a.m. anymore. But like me going to sleep so late really had a very big difference on my mental health and my productivity. Exactly. I I think I brought that up. I I think people are are so struck over the idea of like, oh, you gotta you gotta be working like real late and and like no sleep, no no yeah. time to sleep. But no, it's it's not about how little you sleep. It's about what you do while you're, while you're awake. You know, get a good night of sleep. Get eight hours, and you will be you will accomplish so much more during the day, and you won't have to stay up and get four hours of sleep because you didn't do everything any day. Yeah. Everything any day, anything every day. What the hell is wrong with me? I'm sorry. That was not ten seconds. Go ahead. My piece of advice is to stay present when you're doing things like eating and cooking mm. put the phone down things yeah, put, the, put phone the phone down. down you don't need that you don't need that none of that like especially when i'm eating i hate i hate like this man always facetimes me when i'm eating and i hate it <laughs> i do not like talking when i'm eating because you've i'm trying to told, focus on my food you've never told me that okay well i'm never know. calling you again <laughs> <laughs> no but actually like stay present when you're doing things like that yeah sometimes those are the only times you have to yourself you know and you should really not take that for granted and just actually take time to recharge when you have that time for yourself. For that sure. That phone can wait. TikTok Put can the phone wait. down. Put you the heard? phone down. Add difficulties. Add difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. If you haven't right. followed us oh. yet, add difficulties. Add difficulties. Please give us a follow. That's the only reason journeys. you should be picking your phone up to follow us and <laughs> put the Give phone down add difficult follow us in labyrinth right if you guys haven't already downloaded the podcast on spotify or left us a rating on yeah, apple follow us on podcast spotify. follow us rate us tell us you love us hashtag add difficult dish <laughs> thank you guys right. we, we love, love you guys, guys so much bye Allah Hafiz.